Hello and welcome to the 49ers First in 10 podcast. 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined with 49ers team reporter, Lindsay Polaris. This morning, we're recapping the San Francisco 49ers 22-16 win over the Los Angeles Chargers in primetime. Lindsay, the game wasn't pretty out the gate, but what was the key to the 49ers comeback in that second half? I think a lot of it had to do with going into the second half and simplifying the game plan at halftime, uh, specifically when talking about the defense and just sticking to what they do best. They're a gritty bunch of guys. And I think also getting forcing that punt uh, right in the third quarter on the Chargers first offensive drive was a big deal. It was kind of just the start of containing Justin Herbert and the entire LA offense. And then being able to put points up on the 49ers offensive side, even though I'm sure they would have wanted a touchdown on that opening drive of the second half, just to put up three points and start chipping away at the Chargers lead, I think was big. And the run game really started to settle in and as the 49ers defense continued to just make sure that there wasn't any production on LA's side, I think it all just started to fall together in that second half. And they were able to deliver a second straight shutout of an opponent, um, both LA teams. (laughs) In fact, the 49ers defense held the chargers to a total of 238 yards and just one touchdown. What were some of the defensive highlights in the Sunday night football game? Uh, I think, There's quite a few. I mean, the defensive line owned all three sacks in this game. Nick Bosa now has added one sack, now has nine and a half sacks on the year. So that's second most in the league through Sunday. We still got a Monday night game, but, um, you know, obviously a very, very good year for him. Charles Amenahu added one as well. And so did Jordan Willis. This is Jordan Willis's first game back of the 2022 season. Um, So it was just nice to see, especially those guys up front, really getting production. And then, of course, we can't forget about Talano Hufunga's basically game-sealing interception uh, at the very end. That was the last time the Chargers touched the ball. um, And really, it put an exclamation point on the win, made sure that, you know, nothing happened in those last 50 seconds of the game. It was close for the entirety of the game. Kyle Shanahan said that he was even looking at the game as 0-0 zero to zero until Tano Hufunga took away that interception in the final moments of the contest. Lindsay, what was the significance of this game in particular, and how does it speak to the 49ers' grit? I think we heard it from a few players, notably linebacker Fred Warner and I think also quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, that You know, obviously everybody wants those big blowout victories, those deciding, those deciding wins, but it's these games that are tight, that they're, that they're very, you know, decided in the last few moments. Uh, I feel like it really speaks to the grittiness of the team. And one thing that we heard several of the players say is that the Chargers and Kyle Shanahan did as well. The Chargers like to win in the final moments of games, and they've gotten lucky a few times in the season. Um, And just to be able to kind of stick this to them uh, in a game that they normally would win was obviously very a great uh, confidence booster, I think, for the 49ers. And obviously, they moved to five and four. And with Seattle losing today. It's they've got their sights set on taking back control of the NFC West. It's totally possible now and within reach. Um, So, yeah, I think it was a very, very significant win. Also, just a great way to start the second half of the season 
And yeah, they're back over 500. So I think that's what everybody wants. Here's what linebacker Fred Warner had to say about the significance of the Week 10 win. I feel like, if anything, these are the type of wins that, that kind of mean more. You know, the ones that you got to scrap out, uh, you know, things might not go your way. And, uh, you know, as much as you want to blow a team out, it's like when you're down, how, how are you going to, you know, look each other in the eyes and, and go out there and compete and try to and just try to find a way, you know, and. There's going to be time. There's going to be even more times like that where we're going to be even even in a tougher situation throughout the season, you know. And that, that I think this is what builds character in, within teams and is going to set us up for success later on in the season. Let's talk about the offense now. Jimmy Garoppolo earned his seventh career rushing touchdown. What do you have to say about the offensive performance from San Francisco? You know, I think Jimmy Garoppolo said it best. It wasn't always pretty, but it was enough to get the win. Uh, he had the only only touchdown of that first half. It was a one-yard quarterback sneak. Uh, and then Christian McCaffrey added a second touchdown in the second half. I think the 49ers would definitely want to end their drives not settling for field goals, but they put up enough points to get a win against the Chargers. And it's kind of exactly what Fred Warner said. These are the scrappy wins that... You really learn a lot about your team and their will to win and their grittiness. So, you know, it's not perfect, but it's a win and, uh, you know, a check in the win column. So I think definitely something to build on for that second half and just uh, kind of a great way to just dust off the rust uh, coming off of a bye week. You know, they haven't played for a couple weeks. So great way to great way to start the second half of the season. Right after the game, Jimmy Garoppolo talked about overcoming adversity not going to be perfect. And uh, when we get in those tough situations, it's how can we overcome it? And I thought we did that a couple of times tonight, especially in big, big situations. Juwan making a couple of big plays, BA at the end, making a couple of big snags. It was those type of plays made the difference, I thought. Speaking about coming back, Elijah Mitchell was out on the field. What do you have to say about his performance? Uh, you know, I think that there <laughs> there is a really, really high ceiling for the 49ers backfield. Uh, Elijah Mitchell had 18 carries for 89 yards in this game. And really the goal for Kyle Shanahan is to create the one-two punch with him and Christian McCaffrey. I think since especially today was the first game back with Debo, Christian McCaffrey, uh, and Elijah Mitchell, this is kind of just the first peek into what that offensive backfield is going to look like. Obviously, it wasn't a perfect game for the offense. They really kind of ramped up in that second half, but this is a foundation and a base to start. So really, it's kind of like what Elijah said. The potential is there. The hope is that this is going to be the best number one and number two running backs in the league. And this is just day one, game one of them. So a lot more to come in the second half. The Chargers came out the gate firing on offense, and as the game went on, the 49ers defense were able to shut them down. What was the key to containing the Chargers offense? I think the biggest thing was obviously the Chargers were down their number one and number two receivers. They still made do with everybody that they did have available, Austin Eckler and then Josh Palmer and then also DeAndre Carter. They are a team that uses what they have, but I think the 49ers defense really buckled down in that second half and they just started to build the momentum and you just, 
you saw how dominant they got at the very end of that fourth quarter. I think the turnover on downs followed by the interception on the next drive. They were really just like building up towards the end of that game. So they mentioned that D'Amico Ryans gave a pretty motivational speech at halftime. So whatever he said definitely helped do the trick for this uh, unit. And so, yeah, another great second half performance, second straight shutout for the 49ers defense. The game felt like it was on the wire throughout the entirety of the contest. But what is your biggest takeaway now looking back at that game? Ooh, biggest takeaway. I think that it is kind of like what Jimmy Garoppolo said. It's not always going to be pretty, but this is a team that has a really, really big will to win. I think they're obviously getting healthy at the right time, but we saw in the first half as well, they pulled out some wins when they had to make do with a lot of injured players and no matter what, I think the point is that you just find a way to win at first. You know, the offense was a little bit slow to start in this game, ramped up in the second half. Kind of the same thing with the defense, but as long as they settle in, get back to doing what they do best and play sound football, they're going to end up where they need to be. And I think also uh, getting over 40 carries um, on the ground, always a good thing for the 49ers and especially with three really really good ground game specialists that you have in Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and Elijah Mitchell. It's a lot easier uh, to hit that 40 number, but I think that also plays a huge role in whether or not, you know, they, they get the W. They tend to win when they carry the ball 40 times or more. Well, Sunday night football is done and over, and now eyes are set to Monday night football the next week in week 11. This week is going to be an unusual one for the 49ers. A lot of traveling going on. Um, can you preview what this week of practice is going to look like for the team? Uh, sure. Um, you know, I believe Monday is going to be the same day after the game procedure. But yeah, like you mentioned, uh, the 49ers are headed to Colorado Springs to kind of get that first taste of the elevation before they head to Mexico City. So yeah, like you said, a lot of travel, a lot of moving parts to this game. But uh, I think there's going to be you know, plenty of time to get a solid week of practice. They're going to be dealing with that elevation, that thin Colorado air. And that's, again, just a primer for Mexico City, even higher elevation there. Um, and I think, you know, just getting acclimated to that is going to be a big key to being able to just sustain performance uh, under those conditions because it's, it's definitely not the same as playing at sea level, but uh, a lot to look forward to. Um, you know, obviously playing international games, always, always a very exciting time for any team. Yeah, good to know. Well, the 49ers are now five and four on the season. And for more information on the latest injury updates, practice takeaways and game previews, check out the news on 49ers.com. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify. That's it for today. And you can hear from us again on Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.